Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. And we pray that your spirit himself would take us on through every step of the way. We pray that none of us will leave this place the same as we came in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for us, O Lord, that you will cause us to be established and to serve you with gladness for the abundance of all things. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Turn your Bible with me to Deuteronomy chapter 28, please. We are studying about the cross of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The cross of Jesus Christ. And um, we want to continue. We have been looking at Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. How many of you remember that scripture? Galatians chapter 3. What does it say? I can't hear you. How many of you know that we have to have a memory verse, and that is our memory verse, and I believe all of us should know it. Amen. If you've been coming to the first service, I believe that you should know that verse by now. Amen. Let us look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. If you don't know it, know it today, and underline it and memorize it, and next week you must all remember it. Hallelujah. Now, what does it say? Christ being made for cursed. Amen. Shall we all read it again together? Ready, go. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Cursed. Hallelujah. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Are you glad about that? Amen. So we are studying the curse of the law to see exactly what happened when Jesus went on the cross for you and I. Amen. He experienced it so that we would not experience it. He died so that we would not die. Amen. He went to hell so that we would not go to hell. Everything that he did so that we wouldn't have it. Amen. Everything that he went through so that we would not have to go through. He went to hell so you and I don't ever have to go to that place. He died so that we would not also die. Amen. Because we are not going to die if we are born again. We are going to live forever. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible tells us that we are going to live on and on and on and on. Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. 
when you are born again and you physically die, you actually just transfer accommodation. Amen. You move from being on in this physical body, you transfer to a heavenly situation. Amen. But if you are not born again and you, are, you die, your case is hopeless. You are a hopeless situation. When, when they are burying you, they bury you without hope. That is why when we are burying Christians, the words we speak over them is we commit them to the ground with hope, looking for the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall raise the incorruptible. Hallelujah. So whenever we're burying a Christian, we bury the person with hope. You know, the first time I was burying somebody, I actually understood some verses in the Bible. When we were committing the person to the ground, there was hope that one day Christ will return and our friend who we have put in the ground will come out of the ground and we shall all be together with the Lord again. Hallelujah. But when you are not a Christian and we are burying you in the ground, where is the hope? You shall never rise to be with the Lord. Amen. It's a hopeless, hopelessly hopeless situation. Amen. So, Christ went to all these places for you and I so that we would not experience them. Amen. He was beaten on the cross by his stripes. We were healed. All these experiences were so that we would not experience them. Hallelujah. And so we are moving on today, and in Deuteronomy chapter 28, the Bible gives a great detailed description of these cases of the law. He has been giving the law in the whole of Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. That is the law. And then in verse chapter 28, he comes to the curse of the law and the blessings also of the same law. Hallelujah. And the curse of the law, we got to verse 43, I believe, Deuteronomy chapter 28. Are you there? It says that the stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high and thou shalt come down very low. Amen. And verse 34, have you found it? It says, He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. And he shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. That is a curse. Amen. For strangers to come to our country and then lead us. Amen. It is a curse uh, for, for us to, you know, sometimes go to a bank that belongs to white people, a bank like Barclays Bank, which is a foreign bank that belongs to white people. The managing director is a white man. When I say white, I'm saying he's, he's a foreigner, he's not, not a Ghanaian. And then they lend money to us. And we as a church have approached some of these banks before and they've refused to lend money to us. We've tried to borrow money. You know, when we were trying to buy the building and so on, we didn't have any money. We went to these banks to borrow from them. We're going to borrow from foreigners virtually. Hallelujah. It's a curse. And you never find this in a European country that you will go and then a Ghanaian will be in, let's say, Switzerland, and he will be the boss, and white people, the Swiss people themselves will be coming to work for them, and he'll be sending them. No, 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 it doesn't happen. You, the visitor, you can't even have access to certain things. It's not possible. Even if you you go to school, 
you know, and you are not, there, there are some jobs. You can come to university, for instance, you can go to university to learn how to be a doctor in Switzerland, but when you finish the school, if you are not a citizen of the country, you cannot work there. They won't allow you. They only allow their own national, nationals to work there as such. I mean, it's as simple as that. They've closed the door. But here, oh, if you come from there, we will welcome you. Even we will make you the director. You know, and we shall work for you. And these are some of the irregularities and the cases in our nation that we are believing God, that God is delivering us from. Hallelujah. How many are believing God with me that God will bless us? Amen. And you see, it's not a matter of that, oh, you don't want such a person to be. Sometimes we ourselves, when we are in charge of certain organizations, the organization doesn't work well. Do you know that? Yeah. So it's not that, uh, you know, we, 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 don't, we just don't want certain people, but we ourselves, when we are running the things, you know, uh, it doesn't work. When I was at Kolebu Teaching Hospital, my boss, a surgeon, he said to me, he said one day, he said, look, this hospital, huh, bring three white men to be in charge of Kolebu Teaching Hospital. A surgeon, senior uh, doctor. He said, bring three white men to be in charge of this hospital, and the hospital will change. And it's true. Because... For, a, for me as a doctor to write a prescription for somebody with a broken leg to go and buy POP, I said, no, there's something wrong. The man has had an accident, he has come, and I'm the doctor, I see him, then I write prescription, I say, here, go and buy with your broken leg, they brought you on stretcher, go to town and buy POP. I've prescribed medicine for many emergency patients. For them to go and buy at 2 a.m., go, go and get this, go and get this medicine, because we don't have it here. And the man said, bring three white people to come and run the hospital. You will see that the whole place will change overnight. And sometimes it's true, it's sad. But we need to, and I think that, you know, like he was saying at that time, that, oh, because, you see, if you want to discipline somebody, the person's auntie will come and say, you know, we are related, it's all the same family, so you mustn't sack my son. Imagine suck my daughter. These are my relatives. This is my auntie. This is my relative. My this, my dad, my dad. So you can't suck anybody. In the end of, at the end of the day, we are still left with the same situation. You can't suck anybody. And I'll tell you, an organization where you can't suck people, the organization will never do well. You must be able to suck. Amen. I believe in sucking. Because when you don't suck, the whole place will become some way. Amen. We find a place where they are sucking when you don't do well, they sack you, you realize that everybody sits up and begins to do, to do the right thing. Amen. So we are saying as a nation that God must take us forward. Hallelujah. And these are some of the things which are not the best in our nation. I, I, I travel and I don't see, you know, some of these things at certain places. And I, you wonder how it is that in our own nation, we cannot run our own affairs and do well. You know, and we want to pray that God will raise some of us who are sitting here. Amen. With new ideas, fresh ideas, energy. Hallelujah. To go forward and do well where the whole system is not working. Hallelujah. Sometimes we must pray that the old wineskins will be taken away so that new wineskins can come. But the Bible says you cannot put old, new wine into old wineskin. Now let's move on. Verse 30, 45. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, 
shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. I want you to know that when you don't obey God, curses will come upon you. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. Verse 47. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. How many know that when you serve the Lord, God will give you many, many things. The abundance of all things will come. Amen. Some people feel that, you know, if you want your solution, just go for deliverance. Today there are many churches which are, you know, really praying for people for their deliverance, anointing them, and so on. We also believe in deliverance and anointing people with oil and all that. But I want you to understand, hallelujah, that if you serve the Lord and you do what is right, God will give you the abundance of all things. I'm reading from the Bible. He said that because you did not want to serve God for the abundance of all things. That means that if you serve God, I'm reading from the Bible, if you serve the Lord, you will have the abundance of all things. So if you want abundance of all things, if you want money, if you want blessing, if you want to have a radio, if you want to have a fan in your house, if you want to be blessed, if you want to move forward in life, one of the keys is to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. And what do I mean by serve the Lord? I'm talking about praying. I'm talking about coming to church. I'm talking about witnessing. I'm talking about joining a ministry. I'm talking about going for evangelism. I'm talking about witnessing. I'm talking about door-to-door preaching. I'm talking about crusades. I'm talking about breakfast meetings. I'm talking about praying. I'm talking about fasting. I'm talking about serving the Lord. That is the meaning of serving the Lord. If you want to know. Serving the Lord is not coming to the Lord with uh, 20,000 or 100,000 uh, to give an offering to the Lord and to collect your deliverance. That's not serving the Lord. Serving the Lord is you are doing something for the Lord. You are serving the Lord. But most of us, or not most of us, but many people are serving, the, are, are just trying to come and get something from God. But they don't really know God. In fact, you know that sometimes it's difficult to preach to some people. Because you realize that their minds are not on what you are talking about. It's sometimes even difficult to minister. Because their minds are my blessing, my healing, my deliverance and my breakthrough. That's where their mind is. They cannot understand anything else. If you bring any other subject, apart from their visa or their marriage or some kind of breakthrough, they cannot relate with it. The only one subject that they understand is breakthrough and anointing for deliverance, marriage, visa, answer, solution. That is the subject that they understand. When you talk about serving the Lord, then they begin to close their mind. It's difficult. I am a pastor, you see, and when I preach, I look at people's faces. I don't just preach above your head. I don't just preach and whatever I'm saying, you know, the people should receive you. I look at, say, well, don't I look at your face when I'm preaching? Yes. If I was not looking at your face, I would not have seen you on the television. I see your face every day. Amen. And so, because I look at your face and I look at people's faces, sometimes you can see, as a pastor, sometimes you have to preach certain things, but you realize that the people don't want you to preach about them. They want you to tell them how God, and if you like listen to the radio, the radio preaching, a lot of it is 
God moving in a mysterious way, Moses coming through, breakthrough, the, the seas, the water is parting. If God could do it for the children of Israel, God can do it for you today. I can preach all those things. I know how to make you excited and how to make you happy. Uh, God, God is making a way where there's no way. God can move mountains. If he moved a mountain in those days, if he moved the broke down the walls of Jericho, he can do it for you. If he did it for Joshua, today is the day God is going to break down those walls of Jericho and inside shall mark the deliverance of God into your life. Every enemy shall be broken down. Every high thing that is lifted up in your life, God shall approve it and God shall take it away. I know how to preach all those type of messages. But you realize that the thing that you have to preach to the people for them to grow up and serve the Lord, serve the Lord, to serve God. Your, your duty is to serve God, not for God to be serving you. And the Bible said, because you wouldn't serve God for the abundance of all things, all these curses will also come upon you. You must understand that as you serve God, God blesses you. But people don't want to serve God. Sometimes you see and you just wonder what, what we want. When I became a Christian, I mean, we, we never heard about anybody praying for anybody to get a visa or marriage or blessing. Oh, or a beloved. No. We heard about memorizing verses. We memorize verses. That's just many of the verses I know today. I learned it at Scripture Union. We memorize verses and we learn how to pray. We pray. We learned, we did Bible study. We had memory verses. Many of the verses that I know, I learned them at Scripture Union. Today I'm asking Galatians 3.13. Sometimes you look at me as if I'm speaking a mystery. It's a verse that I read every day, every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday. You know, this what I'm preaching about, if you want, I can summarize it right this morning. By Within five minutes, we finished the whole thing. I keep going over because I know what I said last week. They don't remember. So I say it again and again and again. Today's Christians are too lazy to memorize verses, to remember, even sometimes to carry a Bible to come to church. Sometimes we come to church without a Bible. But I want you to understand, listen to me, Christians, that if we don't, listen to me, everything that is not of God will crumble before our very eyes. With time. Many years ago, there was a certain pastor who was spoiling other people's churches. He, he, he had a way of entering and then your church will get spot and he will start his church. In fact, it was very wonderful. And his churches were, the churches were becoming larger and larger. And especially, one other pastor said something that time. He said that, look, anything that you are doing that is not of God, it will crumble. He said, if you break somebody's church to build your church, your church will also break. He said it's a matter of time. But at that time when he said it, it, it looked impossible. It looked, you know I mean. But as the years went by, then he began to see the prophecy of this other man of God coming to pass. As that church began to disintegrate. Then I realized that in fact, God's word and God's principles, they are true. Even if it takes a year, ten years, five years, it will definitely come to pass. I'm telling you today, that either we serve the Lord for the abundance of all things or else curses will come no matter how many deliverance you go for no matter how much prayer is prayed for you no matter how much type of and people want those things now and today the charismatic church is they are not even filled with Christians because they are just sign seekers 
wonder seekers. One pastor was telling me, he said, you know, I do certain meetings and so on. I, said, I see all, I see members from different churches, including your church. <laughs> One other pastor told me, he said, ah, I went to preach somewhere and I saw my members and I saw your members too. <laughs> and you realize that people are seeking for something. But I'll tell you something. Let's seek for the Lord. Don't seek for healing. Seek the healer. Amen. Don't just, don't just go and look for things that, that will disappear and vaporize before your very eyes. Seek the Lord. That is what is permanent. And the Bible is telling them that they, he cares and says that you people, you people, because you wouldn't serve the Lord for the abundance of all. Even he told them that even serve the Lord, you know that one day the Lord himself will lift you up and bless you. You wouldn't serve him. All these curses are going to come upon you. What do I mean by serving the Lord? I'm talking about prayer. I'm talking about joining ministries. Many of us do not join ministries and are not active. If we stop you right now at the gate and ask you what ministry, you will mention a ministry. You will mention a chapel. You will mention something, but you are not really in it. You don't do anything. We just want to come to church and go away. But I'm telling you that God wants you to serve him. And it's not going to take anything away from your life. It's only going to be a blessing. Why does God want you? For the abundance of all things. How many here this morning will agree that you want and you need the abundance of all things in your life? And that's what God is saying that, serve me, serve me, serve me for the abundance of all things. And I will bless you. I will give you, I'll fill your mouth with good things. Amen. I cannot help but tell you that as a pastor, I have seen that the Lord has blessed me. God has been good to me. Because I have left everything just to serve the Lord. Those of you who know me and know me well will know that, look, I don't have to be here. I don't have to, even today, I, don't have, I can live tomorrow. Amen. I have opportunities and options. I'm here because I have decided to be. I'm not, I'm not here because I don't have a choice. I have a choice. I'm serving the Lord because I want to serve the Lord. I'm serving the Lord because the Lord wants me to serve Him. I'm serving the Lord because I have chosen. I have this, 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 and that. And I said, no, I would like to serve the Lord. And I'm telling you, you to decide to serve the Lord. Serve the Lord on Monday. Serve the Lord on Tuesday. Don't serve the Lord only on Sunday. Those of you who come to first service, so that you can finish with God and sweep God away so that you finish with God for the week. Woe to you, I'm telling you. Woe to you. If that's the reason why you come for first service, woe to you. So that you can finish with God. It's not somebody that you want to finish with. The one who's going to help you. The one who's going to bless you. The one who's going to lift you up. Is he the one you want to finish with? My goodness. My goodness. If that is your motivation, there's something seriously wrong with you. Seriously. You want to finish with God? Come on. You've missed your way. I'm telling you today, God wants you to rise up and serve Him. Serve Him on Wednesday. Serve Him on Thursday. Serve Him on Friday. Serve Him on Saturday. Serve Him on Sunday. Serve Him all the time. God wants you to serve Him so that He can bless you and fill your house. Fill your mouth. Fill your mouth with laughter. Fill your face with smiles. Fill your hand with things that He has blessed you with. That's what God wants to do for you. But He wants you to serve Him. He doesn't want you to come to Him for Him to serve you. You have to serve him. I'm serving God. You decide to serve God. When you serve God, God will help you and God will bless you. And he will lift you up. Amen. Amen. 
Are you listening to me this morning? Are you hearing me loud and clear this morning? Sometimes we don't want curses in our life. But God is saying that because you don't want to serve me. That's why curses come. You don't want to serve me. You realize that when you give people hard things to do, bring a, a, a tooth of a lion, bring a, 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 a finger of a man, bring a, a heart of, of, of a man, bring this, then you find that people feel that because it looks complicated, that is the answer to the problem. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. That is the nature of man. Every man, even as a doctor, you realize that people want injections. When you give them tablets, they want injections. They feel that something that they cannot do for themselves, something that is done for them, you know, it pains or, or there's something about it, that means that it's powerful. It's not true. There are many medicines that are better absorbed, they are better taken through the mouth than, in, than injection. And injections are also have their great dangers when you have injections. If you're a good doctor, you will know what I'm talking about. And, and, but you realize that people want that. I have been in the consulting room where the, I was with the patient, the patient insisted on having an injection. We did everything and he, we realized at the point that this guy, either he's not normal or what, he first he said that he wants an injection before he goes. So and then we took some water and we just drew the thing, just gave him the injection. He said, thank you very much. And then he went away. And I'll tell you something, many of us are like that. If we continue, if we continue to say this is what we want, this is what you want, the Lord will give it to you. And then you say, aha, this is actually what I want. I wanted to suffer. You didn't want to serve the Lord for the abundance of all things. How many today are going to decide to serve the Lord for the abundance of all things? Join your church, you see, and have a pastor. I am, I am the bishop of all the churches. And within this church, we have about 12 or 13 or 14 chapels and pastors. And that pastor is your pastor. So you must understand that we look after you pastorally through the pastors. If you don't join a chapel, you are not in a ministry. Then you, you, you don't really have a pastor. If something happens, you know... You cannot expect me, for instance, to cast your direct pastor who is going to be involved, who is, who is going to have to take care of that. Amen. And when we have outreaches, programs, anything that witnessing, yesterday one of the group went to Hallelujah and witnessing, door to door witness. That is Christianity. That is Christianity. That is Christianity. Christianity is not Valentine's Day. Valentine's what? Rubbish. That is not that is no Christianity. That the day that people are celebrating fornication. No. Witnessing, that is the meaning of serving the Lord. Witnessing, daughter, lighthouse, we believe in witnessing. We believe in preaching. We believe in evangelism. That is what we are here for. How many believe, believe in it with me? Hallelujah. That is the meaning of serving the Lord. God wants you to serve Him. And I want you to serve the Lord. I want you to, if you serve the Lord, He will fill your mouth. He will fill you. He will fill your house. There will be no space. There will be no space for the good things. There will be no space for the things that the Lord has blessed you with as you serve Him. Don't be a fool, I tell you. Don't follow bad When you follow bad things, you will find out that it may seem to work today. But like the story I was telling you of this pastor... After the years go by, you realize that you've been a fool. When I was in secondary school, the people who were seen to be the macho guys, people sometimes used to laugh at me. Not even sometimes, they used to laugh at me. But today, after the years went by, I was one of the only people from, my, from, the, from when I came and I, became, I went to the medical school. They were laughing at me at the beginning. But today, I would employ them. 
my own classmates, I will employ them or give them a job to do. You see, as the years go by, what is right begins to show and what is wrong begins to show. But it shows with time. Don't be a fool. Whatsoever a man soweth, if it's tomorrow, next year, you will reap it. If you sow plenty, you will reap plenty. Are you hearing me this morning? God is telling you, don't worry about so many things. Save me. Save me. Save me. Join the church properly. Be in a chapel. Have a pastor. Be in a ministry. Do something for the Lord. Because you can die tomorrow. This same first service. Last year, somebody was sitting here. First service after first service. He's dead today. He's buried. He's dead. He gave his life to Christ at our crusade. Just up the road. And he's dead today. The Bible says that there is one that dieth in full age. His breasts are full of milk and his bones are full of marrow. But there is another one who dies in the bitterness of his soul. He never eateth in pleasure. And he never liveth to see the good, the good things of this life. All these things are real. As you sit here, you must know that one day God will call you and say, come and answer. You are here to serve God. You are not here to serve yourself. When you serve God, God will fill your house and he will bless you. When you don't serve him, you will be punished by the devil and punished by the enemy. And the curses will come upon you. But God is saying, no, rather serve me for the abundance of all. Why should you serve a fetish priest? Why should you serve a jujuma? Why should you, why should you, why, sometimes you get to a point, you realize, I remember there was this uh, pastors who were spraying anointing um, oil with cocoa, the cocoa uh, uh, spray. Cocoa, the water. They were spraying to anoint all the people. They were now spraying the people like that. Brrr, like that, just spraying the, the water that I think the pastor has bathed with. He was using it to spray the people. And the people were just trying to get a drop. And you realize because of what people are after, that is why we can spray people like that. With the water that I bathed with this, this morning, I can bring it to church and spray you. It's because you are after something. If you are in a, a certain way, you, if I'm spraying, you say, no, 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 no. This one, I don't like it. No, 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 no. Excuse me. You, if you are spraying the people, no, not me. Urine too was part of the spray. <laughs> Stand up on your feet, everybody. Stand up on your feet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shall we lift up our hands to the Lord? We want to say, Lord, take my life and let it be what you want it to be. Take my life. Everybody speak to the Lord and say, Lord, take my life. Let it be what you want it to be. In Jesus' name. Take my life. And let it be consecrated to take my moments, take my
If you are here this morning, you want to serve the Lord for the abundance of all things, place your hand upon your right hand and I'm going to pray on your chest. Father, I pray for your people that from today, we shall decide to serve you for the abundance of all things. Deliver us from the curse that will come because we don't serve you. We pray for that everyone here shall be a true servant and not somebody who is just looking for something but indeed we shall serve you from the bottom of our heart for the abundance of all things we thank you help us lord to be in the ministries in the chapels to do our work to outreach to witness to invite to do what you have called us to do we thank you father in jesus name amen please close your eyes one more time if you are here this morning you don't know jesus as your savior maybe somebody invited you today i want you to lift up your right hand you want to give your life to Christ. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right. You want to serve God today. God bless you. Lift it up high. See, I see your hands. Lift it up high. You want to serve the Lord. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life. I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it up high. Those of you who have lifted your hand, come to the front. I'm going to pray with you. Come, come from the back. Come from wherever. You lifted up your hand. Don't be shy. Just join. Come to the front. And I'm going to pray for you. Give your life to Jesus today. Serve the Lord for the abundance of all things. God bless you. God bless you. Just close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning I repent. And I come to you just as I am. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. At this moment, I receive Christ as my personal Savior, as my Lord. Thank you, Father, for receiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today. For more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more, make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.